0: Hi and welcome to Willism, India's first podcast channel on insolvency laws. In this episode, we will discuss the ruling of the Honourable National Company Law Appellate Tribunal in the case of Jet Airways India Limited, which was upheld by the Honourable Supreme Court recently on January 30, 2023. This case helps understand the current position of law on treatment of PF dues in a resolution plan under the Insolvency and Bankruptcy Court 2016. Before we dive into the analysis of the NCAT ruling, Here's an interesting fact, in this case, the corporate debt failed to deposit any amount towards the provident fund since February 2019 and there is no separate fund maintained by the company, neither Gratuity Fund nor the provident fund. This being clear, without further ado, let's get started. JWS India Limited was admitted into the corporate insolvency resolution process in June 2019. During the CARP, the resolution professional filed an application seeking approval of the resolution plan which was approved by the county operators as well as the adjudicating authority. However, some of the workmen and employees of Jet Airways raised serious objections to the resolution plan claiming that they were entitled to receive their provident fund and gratitude dues in full as per the provisions of the IBC. Among other objections and considerations, the NCLAD framed two important questions for consideration on workmen dues. First, whether workmen and employees are entitled to receive the payment of provident fund, tragedy fund and other retirement benefits in full, since they are not part of the liquidation estate under section 36, subsection 4. And second, whether they are entitled to receive their dues from the corporate debtor as per the provisions of the code, that is, the minimum liquidation value envisaged in under section 30, subsection 2, clause B, by referring to waterfall mechanism provided under section 53, subsection 1 of the code. In its ruling, the NCLAT observed that the payment of provident fund dues is a statutory obligation on the part of the employer and any non-payment of the same amounts to a violation of the rights of the workmen and employees. Tancllet also noted that no amount towards the in fund of the workmen and employees were deposited after February 2019, which is a clear violation of the statutory obligation. It held that the corporate debtor, having not deposited the statutory dues with the EPFO, the said statutory liability has to be discharged by the successful resolution applicant therefore the enclet answered both the questions in affirmative and held that the workmen and employees of jet airways are entitled for payment of full amount of provident fund and gratuity till the insolvency commencement date which amount is to be paid with the successful resolution applicant consequent to the approval of the resolution plan in addition to the 24 months workmen dues as the workman is entitled to under section 53 subsection 1 of the code it was directed that the successful resolution applicant has to pay the provident fund and gratuity dues up to the insolvency commencement date, less the amount already recovered under the resolution plan towards PFN gratuity. Now, those of you who are interested in knowing the rationale behind the order may continue listening to this episode. Major portion of the Anthrax reasoning of its order pertains to discussion on section 36, subsection 4, clause B, sub clause 3. It states that all sums due to any workman or employee from the provident fund, pension fund and gratuity fund shall not be included in the liquidation estate assets and shall not be used for recovery in the liquidation. Right. Now, the respondents relied on two judgments of NCLAT passed by two member bench in Savan Godiwala, the liquidator of Lanco infertech Limited versus C. Sivakumar and Regional Provident Fund Commissioner EPFO versus Vandana Guk. The crux of both these orders is that where there is no fund maintained by the corporate debtor, in such a situation, the liquidator cannot be directed to make the full payment of gratuity to the employees. However, in support of its ruling, the Honorable NCLAT had relied on three member bank judgments in SBA versus Mosarbeir Karamchari Union and another and Tourism Finance Corporation of India Limited versus Rainbow Papers Limited. It was held in para 63 of the order that they find themselves bound to follow the three-member bin judgment in Tourism Finance Corporation of India Limited vs Rainbow Papers Limited, where direction was issued to the successful resolution applicant to release full payment of provident fund and interest thereof in terms of the Employees, Provident Fund and Miscellaneous storages Act 1952 which judgment has also received approval by the Honorable Supreme Court. Now, apart from the above orders, the NCLAQ discussed the order of Supreme Court in Sunil Kumar Jain vs Sundarish Bhatt which was decided on April 19, 2022. This is where things get interesting. The Honorable Supreme Court in Sunil Kumar Jain v. Sundaresh but directed that the share of workmen dues pertaining to provident fund, gratuity, and pension funds shall be kept outside the liquidation process and the concerned workmen or employees shall have to be paid the same out of such provident fund, gratuity fund and pension fund if any available. As we understand the noun, the respondents relied heavily on the usage of these words if any available however to their utter surprise the enclat observed that such words cannot be read to mean that the workmen and employees are not entitled for provident fund gratuity fund and pension fund if not available with the liquidator the enclat further observed that under the provisions of employees provident fund and miscellaneous provisions act 1952 the corporate debtor is statutorily obliged to deposit the provident fund of the workmen and employees with the epfo as informed in the beginning of the podcast the corporate debtor failed to make any deposit towards provident fund after February 2019, and the insolvency commencement date was June 20, 2019. Based on this, it was held that the corporate debtor, having not deposited the statutory reduce to the EPFO, the said statutory liability has to be discharged by the successful resolution applicant by making payment towards provident fund and gratuity reduce up to the insolvency commencement date, less the amount already recovered under the resolution plan towards PF and gratuity. Now, having read the entire judgment, the rationale which I understand uh, is based on this observation from the Honourable and Clerk, that non-payment of full provident and gratuity shall lead to violation of section 30, subsection 2, clause E of the code, which is a mandatory provision for approval of resolution plan. As we all know, as per section 30, subsection 2, clause E, a resolution plan shall not contravene any of the provisions of the law for the time being in force. Therefore, the view of NCLAT is clear that non-payment of full PF and gratuity will lead to contravention of the Employees' Provident Fund and Miscellaneous Provisions Act, like 1952, and therefore the resolution plan will ultimately lead to violation of Section 30, Subsection 2, Clause E, and hence to save the plan, the PF and gratuity payments have to be made. The NCLAT's ruling ensures that. The workmen and employees of Jet Airways are entitled for payment of full amount of provident fund and gratuity till the insolvency commencement date, which amount is to be paid with a successful resolution applicant consequent to approval of the resolution plan, in addition to the 24 month workmen dues as the workman is entitled to under section 53 of the code. Therefore, both the questions trained with the end are answered in affirmative. And this ruling certainly sets a precedent for future cases where workmen and employees are entitled to their dues from the corporate debtor. That's all for this episode on WLC. We'll India's first podcast channel on Insolvency Laws. If we listen, we learn. Thank you.